Welcome to my Beauty Fuel Food by JJ, a yoga and wellness expert from New York living in Paris. JJ seeks out creatives and entrepreneurs who exemplify a vision of how to live a good life. Welcome to our very high vibrational lifestyle. So this evening, I am here with Jen, who is a dance fitness instructor here in Paris, who I am so excited to interview for my podcast this evening. Um, she's otherwise known as Joy with Jen and also has just recently opened a studio here in Paris, even in these tough times. Thank you so much for being with us here tonight, Jen. Uh, Jesse, thank you so much for having me, especially right now where we're so disconnected and isolated. It's really a pleasure to meet new people. So thank you. Of course. I mean, I think that that's kind of the funny paradox of right now is that we're the furthest physically that we've ever been from people, but we're almost the closest that we ever have been in so many other ways. And it's really crazy. Oh, you're so right. Like this idea of like an online virtual community has become reality this past year. And I feel like we're all finding different ways and creative ways to stay connected to one another. And it's actually pretty cool. I actually think, well, for you, it's probably even that much more. I know for instructors, it's been a huge thing. I'm trying to think what would be the best place to start. I mean, I really want to know about, I know that you are an instructor that is so well respected here in Paris. I'm sure that you have uh, a journey of getting here that I definitely want to know about. But first, maybe I want to start with your studio. Um, I know that you kind of have an interesting concept um, behind it. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about Wildflower Studio? Yes, sure. I would love to tell you about uh, Wildflower Studio. Um, So I opened this studio call me crazy. I opened it in between two confinements (laughs) during an international pandemic. And um, as you might imagine, I'm what you may call an intuitive person. So I work a lot with feeling and, you know, I think this is a good idea and stuff like that. So I opened the studio because um, coming out of the first confinement, I felt there actually was a huge need for me personally to have a space where I can continue my activity and also for me to uh, meet up again with all of my super loyal followers and clients, especially private clients, um, in a real space. So I was tired of working out from my, my apartment and I was also... I mean, I love meeting people in their apartments for their private class as well, but I felt the need to get people out of their apartments where they've been confined and to bring them to a space, which was very small, like my wildflower studio is very small, bring them to a place where they can have their private class, but in like a, you know, a a different, uh, you know, public space, I guess. And why I called it Wildflower Studio, I love wildflowers. I love flowers. I love nature. I love sunshine. I love everything that has to do with outdoors. And um, I've always joked and said that I consider myself a flower. So what that means is that I seem to bloom wherever I am planted. And um, I also um, rely heavily on, on, you know, my resources around me, like, you know, sun and water for flowers. I I connect and I rely heavily with my the people I meet in the community around me, the friends, um, the network, the the uh, opportunities. So at, in this case, it has been studios and other instructors that I've met while being here in Paris. But um, 
I have I have been able to kind of bloom where I've been planted here in Paris and flourishing, not not to be like toot my own horn, but I'm I'm flourishing on my own standard, as in like I'm finding joy in my my job, in my relationships. Extent of my joy definitely um, is completely uh, dependent on the extent of my roots. So like how how deep I'm I'm digging, how how far I'm reaching. Um, you know, like, so I, I feel as though I'm, I'm able to kind of dig in, make roots and grow. And that inspired me to create a studio that represented this idea of anyone who could come to this space, dig in uh, and grow in their own way through a different amount, different types of classes. So that's the story behind Wildflower Studio. Well, I'm so excited to come and see and test and learn all about Wildflower Studio in real life. It is definitely a weird time, but I love following one's instinct. And I too think that we can very much follow our instincts. And I do think that there's a lot of people that, you know, especially when you have your coach and you can't see them, it's it's different. It's tough. So I don't think you're crazy. I mean, I think there's a lot of people that would probably call you crazy, but I can understand it. Um, and I love this, you know, metaphor of you know, flourishing wherever you go. I think that's such a positive way of seeing things. And I'm wondering what made you come to Paris? Oh, my gosh. Well, that is quite a story. So (laughs) I'll tell you everything. So um, I actually never really dreamed of coming to France. I never was like, I'm going to go to Paris, the city of lights, how romantic and everything like that. Um, I kind of just like to travel. And um, during school, I traveled a lot for dance, so dance has always been my um, ticket, as you, if you could say, to traveling. And so I did my my BFA in dance um, at a university in Texas, and that's where I uh, really was introduced to fitness, like as a um, you know personal upkeep, wellness, and how that's how that's related to dance because it, my my tool is my body. So it was it was in college really where I was got really into Pilates. It was actually like mandatory. We did four years of Pilates training on a very, very deep uh, principle level. And then right after college, um, I was a professional dancer. And at the same time, I did my formation in bar. Bar fitness um, combines Pilates and dance. And I loved this method because I thought it was super energetic and exciting and positive. And it just, it just created a super community. So I loved my, my time in America as a bar instructor. I was in a bar instructor in America for, uh, I guess like seven months in 2013 and 2014. Um, and when I decided to leave America and I decided to leave America because I had received an opportunity to continue to study dance and perform in Jerusalem, Israel. So that's a whole nother podcast, obviously. But I, like I said, I'm an intuitive person. And I just was like, I'm going to Israel. Like, literally, I I just stopped everything. Um, I crowd, crowdfunded with my friends and family to help. Like, No way. Trip that's something I've learned. Like you can't do it yourself. Like up until now, I, I I don't know where I am right now. It has a lot less to do with my, my me than it has to do with like my community and the people who support me. So even in, in America, like I was supported by so many wonderful people. I gave like um, fundraiser classes and people just supported me in this trip. Um, so I went to Israel 
I guess in 2014, and I stayed there for six months, and I studied various dance techniques um, that really just blew my mind. And these dance techniques really were linked with sustainability and um, imagery. Or okay, so I'll start with sustainability. What does that mean in movement? It means using your body in a way that kind of hones into its natural resources. So for example, your body is always in motion, even if you put yourself in a static position. So I'm holding, I'm staying still, but like my blood is flowing. I'm breathing. The molecules are moving. How do you hone into that to create movement? So that's really crazy. Imagine studying that for six months. I was like, a floating yeah, it's a lot. machine. Yeah. So it was really, it was cool. So like this dance company is called Vertigo. They have an eco village in the desert. The entire like kibbutz eco village is run by like the sun and the rain, you know, so very natural, very much on this whole sustainability thing, like use what you have and nothing more. So they, they use that in their movement technique and then also in their lifestyle, which I, I thought was cool. So, and then another technique I studied was called Gaga dance, which has become very famous um, since this movie that was written about Gaga, Gaga is all about imagery. And so that's another way to hone into your body's natural movement is imagine something. Imagine that there are bubbles moving inside your body. Imagine that you're, you're standing on hot coals. Imagine that you're floating. And that's like the movement that'll naturally come, um, to your body. So those are two cool concepts that I, I learned while I was in Israel. So Jesse, if you ever go to Israel, I'm, I'm excited to hear about what you learn because yes. yeah, there's a lot to learn. Dance is so incredible to me. Like if I could be on made one day, I would totally ask to be like a hip hop <laughs> dancer, but I can't dance for my life. Um, but I find dance to just be so inspiring and, and it must be just so incredible to move your body in a way that feels so expressive and and to learn about it and to learn new different ways. I mean, I can imagine that it's just like... It, it, it is, and it has been for me. I, I obviously feel like dance is the origin of, of so many things. We dance before we we speak. So you said you you can't dance, but I will I will tell you that I believe everyone's born a dancer. So it's just a matter of time. I can do it. I can be me. No, you don't. It's there. It's somewhere inside you. Amazing. <laughs> I'm in Israel dancing. The program ended six months later, and then I had to go somewhere else, but I just was not ready to go back to America. So I came to France with my backpack and like $400, and I was like, well, what's next? Um, I came here. I got a job as an au pair. Um, first of all, the main reason why I came here was because my, I had a cousin who lived here who was doing his studies, and um, I'm I'm really like drawn to people. And like I said, my community, and I really love this cousin. I still love him. He's amazing. And I was like, I'm going to go hang out with Bill. So I came to, to France. I was an au pair. Um, and I started uh, doing dances, dance things here. I did auditions. I did some cool projects. Um, I My two favorite projects that I did here as a dancer were uh, commercial. So I did like, um, a project with Hermes and I went to China. So like, I imagine I like come to France with my backpack and then I get this job to go to China. 
it was crazy. It was, yeah, it was very crazy. It's like a very minimum, I can say a very minimal role in like a maximum project. You know, I was like this tiny little dancer person, but I, I mean, I got to go to China. And then because of that project, my, the last project that I ever did kind of as like a professional dancer was also with Chanel. I did like the last, uh, Ch- a Chanel chance, uh, commercial with a whole bunch of dancers as well. And that was wow. really fun. It was very fun. It was very cool. Very, very fun experiences in like um, commercial dancing, which up until now, I, I'd always been very much like an artist, you know, like dancing on stage, Swan Lake, stuff like that. So these two experiences were very cool. Um, and then after that, at the same time that I was dancing um, or doing these projects, I also uh, decided to continue my studies in dance. And so I did my licence trois in dance. And then I also did my master's un mentioned dance um, at the same time and at the time I started teaching bar here in Paris and my experiences teaching bar in Paris actually inspired my master's thesis which was um, investigation on a bar bar fitness so this method that is inspired by dance class dance classique in Paris Um, and so I did my my investigation on many methods in in France and I was in Paris. And that was really exciting. So that gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of instructors and connect with them and learn about them and um, kind of see what inspired them and what inspired them to, to teach. And so also through these opportunities, I was able to be a bar fitness trainer. So I, t- I was a teacher trainer for Bar Shape and also for California Bar, which were just great, great experiences. I love, I love like teaching people. <laughs> I love learning, but I also just love, you know, kind of accompanying people um, and, and how to become an instructor because there's so many things that go go into it. It's not just like being able to move, but it's also how to translate movement and how to help people understand their bodies. So blah, 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 blah. I, I was teaching. I was a teacher trainer. I did my studies. Um, and uh, oh, I also fell in love. So my husband is French. <laughs> That always helps. Yes, exactly. Um, so that is obviously six years later. That's a huge reason why I'm still here in France. That's crazy. I've been here for six years as well. I got really? here in January of 2015. Oh my gosh. I got here in February of 2015. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Kismet. <laughs> wow. So we're like just experiencing life here in France together. Are, yes, so, totally. Are you american and french or i'm just american you're just american you, you too french so well you speak oh, I'm, I'm american yes <laughs> yeah no i i think i well that's an incredible story and i think that um i mean everyone has a story no matter what and i think that also for instance i mean for sure people that come and decide to move and live in a different country and make their life in a different country always have that amazing story and i know that you know, both of our communities will love to hear it. Those who don't know already. Um, and obviously, yes, the whole falling in love thing definitely helps us <laughs> to say, I can definitely say for me as well. Um, but I can imagine that like learning so many things about, I mean, because dance. I also came here because I've been studying ballet, uh, dance classique, you know, all my life since I was three. And so I knew these words like plié, tendu, dégagé, grand battement. And um, I was like, let me go to the country of, of this, this dance, like where it all came from. 
So exactly. That's a, um, a, a huge reason why I came to France. To talk a little bit about your everyday life, um, you're a dancer. You clearly have a lot of great energy. You need to give out a lot of energy um, to instruct. Also, especially now that it's through a screen. What do you do to keep this really positive mindset? I do a lot of things to stay positive, especially right now, because um, we all know it's it's really hard. I see that for myself and I see that for the people around me to kind of keep your head above the water at the, at this time, especially when your life is so about connecting with people and so about being with people in like a physical way. Um I, I love teaching because I love being with people. Like I love all my friends now are, I guess you could call them like clients. They started off as clients, but they're all my good friends. Um, so it's been, it's very, it's been very hard for me, obviously to like uh, lose that huge part of my life, like seeing people, <laughs> but what do I do? So I, I stay connected with my friends via zoom. So yes, I teach a lot on zoom, but like I have, uh, meetings twice a week with my friends, like people. I love that. I have to, like, I have to, I have to, because, um, or otherwise you just float away into like your own isolated world. At least for me, I need people to keep me grounded. So I, I have one friend with whom I meet every single week on zoom. And then I have like a ladies group that I've like connected with like four or five years ago. I, it's just a group of women in Paris. Actually, it was through the American church because I just, there's a group of ladies that I meet with once a week and it's just so wonderful. We like discuss many different things, but we also encourage each other, check in. That has kept me going, um, especially this past year. So that's a huge part of like my my upkeep, how I keep energized. Um, on top of that, um, I take the weekends off. <laughs> which is very uncommon for fitness and dance instructors, as you know, because everybody wants to work out the For weekends. sure. Yeah that's, yeah, that's really, I mean, I think even now with the, the whole situation that we're in, it's hard to take off the weekend, like in general, let alone mm-hmm. being an instructor. Sometimes it's really hard, Jesse, I admit, because people are like, oh, but what about that Saturday morning class? Or we'd love to have a Sunday morning class. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I know you would. Um, it's great. You should definitely do something move Saturday and Sunday, but like I, I need to recharge and I need to stay away from my phone and my computer for a couple of days on the weekends. And I also need to connect with my husband and my friends in that way. Like I, I need to recharge because Monday comes and you're like, Whoa, here we go. Let's do this again. You know? So th- those are, are huge restrictions that I have welcomed. So Disconnecting the weekends is really, really important to me and um, having kind of a, a good routine throughout the week. And by I mean good, I mean um, waking up smoothly, like sweetly, you know, like giving myself time before I start the day. I Yeah, I that, like- was, that was going to obviously be my <laughs> next question. Okay. What are your routines? So go for it. I definitely want <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm not like, I'm actually not like a wellness fitness guru at all. Like I, I can't tell you like what powders to put in your coffee or like what to eat. That is perfectly great. (laughs) Cause I know, I mean, like I am such a wild in the moon fan, you know, I love, I love like all their like chaga powder and like uh, smoothies. I'm all about it, but I can't tell you like (laughs) what that does, but I love how it tastes. So me, we can't do it. We can't do it all. So it's good that, you know, 
<laughs> you know about dance and other people know about adaptogens. Wow. See, that was a big word. Exactly. See, we need, we need, yes, we need people of all different speci- specialities. That is certain. Um, what I've discovered is that I, I like to take it slow in the mornings and I start with a big cup of coffee and I take my time. Like I sit maybe on the couch and like read a little bit. And this has definitely been influenced by my husband who like, loves it he loves a slow morning like he just and I, I've just really loved that too that's inspired me to take time in the morning before you hit the ground running so we just we have a good breakfast we drink coffee we relax we listen to music and then the day starts and it's like bam 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 like really that's how it is like even right now it's like I have online private classes now I go to the studio and I have private classes and I'm filming like 25 videos for my website and then blah 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 and then I come home and we have dinner and then it's the same thing at night. It's like, I got to be calm, turn my phone off. We are like that old couple that drinks a tisane while in bed reading. That is my evenings. We Reading a book is really relaxing. I mean, we both, my husband and I are both reading gigantic books that like obviously will take us like 10 years to read. And I think that's good. <laughs> So we're just sit there in bed with our tea and these giant books that we read like a page a night before we're so tired we just fall asleep. And then we just do, we do it again like Monday through Friday and then it's the weekend. So that's kind of my routine and hey voila. I I love that and um I it's it actually it makes me think of um like my boyfriend's brother like cracking jokes about us at Christmas being like, yeah, well, they eat at like, you know, seven and like go to bed at like 10. And I told, so I'm totally with you. I, I don't know. I sometimes, I think that like those kind of good routines are old school routines are good. And um, so how do you keep, this is always a question that fascinates me about coaches. I mean, you have to, you know, you're constantly moving your body all day. And I mean, this would go for when you were a dancer as well. I mean, how do you can keep yourself nourished and how do you know how to have enough energy to, for all the energy you need to give out for others and for yourself? That's a good question because people want to know this, you know, no matter what you do in life, everyone's always, always wanting to know, how do I get enough energy to do everything I need to do? Because the days are long and life, life is hard sometimes. So I, like I said earlier, I'm very intuitive and because I'm a dancer and because I've had this relationship with my body my entire life, um, I listen to what I need. And um, again, I know I do have kind of like a step up because I do know my body really well. And I know what it feels like when like when my body needs protein. I know what my body feels like, you know, and, and, and I know I know what I need. I know that's so like doesn't make any sense sometimes, but I'm like, oh, sometimes I get home like I really just need like to eat an entire entire like bowl of broccoli or an entire bowl of pasta. You know, like I know what my body needs and I give it to my body. That is also to say if my body says I need like an entire bar of chocolate, I will probably also <laughs> give it to my body too. So like I I I kind of just rely on feelings and sensations. Um like little things like if I'm shaking, I'm like, "Oh, okay, I definitely need to like hold off on any sorts of sugar or caffeine and stick to like simple things, you know, stuff like that." Um I eat a lot. I feed my body as much as I can because like I said, um, I need the energy. We need the energy to get to the day. So I'm definitely not somebody who 
counts, like the portions or cups and teaspoons. I'm just like, hey, I will eat until I know my body is is good to go, and that's good. Um, so I, I, yeah, I try to nor- nourish my body um, with eating good things, and um, I actually don't take any sort of supplements. You know, I did go through a phase of taking, you know, as much as as I could, like vitamins and this and that and this. But I just kind of discovered naturally that if you eat correctly, um, you will get everything you need, like a good, well-rounded meal. So, well, I'm really happy to hear that. That's kind of like the the answer that that people with a healthy relationship with food respond with, because you know that's what it's about, and we're all made differently. So we all need different amounts of energy. And so it's so true that me asking you, like, what do you eat in a day? I mean, it's interesting for people, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily give a program of how to eat. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Like everybody has such so many different demands in their day, you know? And so that will totally depend on what they need. And also everybody's body's so different. Like your rate, of digestion and just the way that your your body functions is everyone is so individual. So it's true that there is no like blanket program that's going to make everybody be like their best self. I think it's it's just self discovery and of course education, educating yourself on all these different things. You know, I obviously encourage people to know the effects of protein and fat and sugar on their bodies because it's just interesting, but not to become like obsessive about it in any way. So my last question for you is for someone who, you know, did something kind of very out of the ordinary, opening a studio in between two different confinements, um, lockdowns, what is your advice for staying positive? If you had one thing to say to people um, during this time, I kind of feel like we're all kind of breaking down and, are just running on adrenaline or whatever we have. Um, what would you say for someone who's kind of low and doesn't know how to pick themselves up right now? Okay. Well, what I would say for people who are like lacking in motivation um, and, and hope in a way is to do everything they can to dig down deep inside themselves and ask those questions that they would be asking themselves in like a normal time. Like my question is, what do I want to do with my life? What did I want to do? I want to open a studio and I want to move with people. So I did it. But I know right now, a lot of people are like, this is crazy. I can't plan ahead. I can't, um, I can't dream my dreams. I can't change my job because it's such an unstable economy. I can't create because I'm so busy with work. I just encourage people to actually go like go back to who they are and be like, actually, I want to create, I want to do this. I want to dream big. And I, I, I want to make big plans. So I think something, yeah, that's what I would say. I would say, um, don't stop, don't stop creating, don't stop, um, dreaming, uh, write down all your ideas, put them in a book and, you know, keep them, keep them at hand for like a, for when the opportunity arises, you know, but I definitely would encourage people not to put their lives on hold, do not stop. Do not say, okay, I'll, I'll write a book next year or I'll start my blog next year or I'll start my, this, uh, start designing clothes next year. No, you should definitely do it now because first of all, um, I'm a firm believer that creation, uh, creation comes from turmoil. If you think about anything in life, art, 
dance, fitness, all these fitness methods, you know, Pilates and bar and gyrotonics, they all arrived from physical injuries. Art arrives from from drama. You know, you need these moments in your life where you're feeling like empty and and like, you know, where you you're just feeling empty. You need these moments in order for you to in order to for you to create. So I say, take take this time, these moments of turmoil, anguish to continue to create, to continue to be inspired. And uh, I don't know, you never know what's going to come out of it. So that was like a long winded answer. No, it was perfect. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing all that you shared this evening with us. Thank you so much. And it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so, so much for having me. And I hope to see you in real life.